TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden will visit the southern border. We have the story. Wildfires burning across central Kansas. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. The federal government has sued to block a giant supermarket merger. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. Yesterday we set a new record high of 78 in Wichita. Could we do that again today? Our complete forecast is coming up. President Biden is set to visit the border after the murder of a college student in Georgia by an illegal immigrant. Fox's Jackie Heinrich reports from the White House. President Biden revealed he was surprised his border visit would compete with former President Trump's. He also declined to say if he'd be meeting with any migrants, saying that Secret Service doesn't like him to announce those things ahead of time. But for the first two years in office, the president resisted visiting the border, at one point drawing criticism for saying he couldn't spare time in Arizona because he had more important things to do. But the high-profile murder of a Georgia student, allegedly by an illegal border crosser, is making it tougher to sell the line Republicans share in this border crisis because they killed the bipartisan deal that he wanted to sign. A number of wildfires were reported around central Kansas yesterday afternoon. One of the largest was south of Lakin, burning at least a six-mile path. A wildfire was reported in south Reno County, west of Pretty Prairie, south of Arlington. Reno County officials say crews also worked a small fire west of Hutchinson. Fires reported in Kingman, Rice, and McPherson counties. There's no reported damage to houses or buildings. An emergency disaster declaration was issued on Monday in Kansas due to the increased fire risks this week. The declaration allows more resources to be available for fighting wildfires. Rodney Redinger with the Kansas Forest Service says they've been working to prepare for possible wildfires. A lot of planning. Uh, we've been communicating with our uh, other state partners, the state fire marshal's office, division of emergency management, um, since Kind of towards the end of last week when we started hearing that these fire weather conditions may be coming this week. Um, And so specifically to the Forest Service. The Kansas Division of Emergency Management has started staffing the State Emergency Operations Center to help counties and local first responders under the new declaration. Wichita police have made an arrest in a weekend double homicide. 35-year-old Christopher Harrell and 35-year-old Natisha Phillips were shot near Kellogg and Rock Road early Saturday morning. A young child was also found unharmed at the scene. A 20-year-old suspect was arrested on suspicion of capital murder and child endangerment, and formal charges are pending.
Two men accused in the shooting death of a one-year-old Tayden Anderson, February 19th, were charged in Sedgwick County District Court Monday. 21-year-old Jonathan Tillery Mathias and 25-year-old Kavion Richard were charged with first-degree murder and criminal discharge of a firearm. A 17-year-old has also been charged in juvenile court. Bond for the two men has been set at $1.5 million. The Federal Trade Commission suing to block a proposed supermarket merger. Government officials say the nearly $25 billion deal between grocery giants Kroger, the parent company of Dillon's, and Albertsons would eliminate competition and lead to higher prices for millions of Americans. The FTC filed a lawsuit in U.S. District Court in Oregon Monday. It was joined in the suit by the attorneys general of eight states and the District of Columbia. Kroger and Albertsons, two of the nation's largest grocers, agreed to the merger in October of 22, saying that the merger would help them better compete with Walmart, Amazon, Costco, and other big rivals. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Wichita City Council has scheduled a workshop for today. Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News she is making a change to try and simplify things. I'm hoping that our community knows that in the past, workshops were at 9.30 a.m., well, I tried to align it all so that everything's at 9 a.m. So our council meetings are at 9 a.m. Our workshop meetings now are at 9 a.m. Wu commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stevens Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now 7.06, six minutes past 7 o'clock. What a game in Manhattan last night for K-State basketball. We'll have highlights here from Coach Tang coming up in sports. Primary polls open this morning for Michigan State-run presidential primary. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 7.09 now, nine minutes past 7 o'clock. The spring storm season is just around the corner. Sedgwick County annual severe weather safety program kicked off Monday evening at the Valley Center Community Center. Cody Charvet with the county's emergency management tells KNSS News the program is for the general public, free of free admission, along with trained storm trackers. One of the things that we stress to the public is that, you know, you don't have to be a t- trained storm spotter to be part of the reporting process. We'll give them away in this class. We'll show them how they can contact the Weather Service directly and give what it takes to make and put together a good report. The next program is Thursday at the Mount Hope Community Building. Primary polls opened this morning for Michigan's state-run presidential primary. It's a straightforward vote for Democrats. The results for the GOP primary in Michigan will determine how 16 of the state's 55 RNC delegates will be awarded. The other 39 will be decided Saturday at a state party convention. That after Michigan Democrats signed off on the Biden administration's preferred earlier primary date in February, which violated RNC rules. Former President Donald Trump leads the GOP contest by double digits with a potential problem for President Biden. A large group of Arab Americans in Michigan are urging Democrats to cast primary ballots as uncommitted in protest of the president and his handling of the Israel-Hamas war. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Seattle is developing housing villages for their homeless population and migrant families. 
South Henderson Street is the new home to this tiny house village and the individuals, couples, and families who will live here. The Low Income Housing Institute owns this land. The organization has future plans to develop the space into affordable housing. 42 tiny houses fill this village equipped with shared community spaces. A tiny solution to a seemingly endless problem. 2023 was the worst year on record for deaths of people living outside in King County. The medical examiner's office says 415 unsheltered people lost their life, up from 309 in 2022. And more people are coming to the area almost daily, seeking asylum from their home countries, including Venezuela, Angola, and Congo. Frankie Thompson, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 712, 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. Right now in traffic, starting to get some heavier traffic volumes out there. Uh, some fairly heavy traffic right now. Uh, that is on K42, uh, northbound especially, and that's uh, down uh, by right around Mays Road. Just some uh, heavy traffic down there, southwest of Wichita. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Chad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast. With Kansas today, meteorologist Ronell Williams. Good morning, Ronell. Good morning, Steve and Ted. How we doing? Good, good. good. Super. Horrific. Yeah. You guys been enjoying the warmth out there? Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been nice, but, you know, still, tale of two forecast, warm, breezy means high fire danger. We're going to continue to have to deal with that threat as the day progresses for our Tuesday. Also going to be windy. I expect those gusts to be even stronger out there. So we have a wind advisory as well as fire weather warnings that are going to be in effect for the day ahead. There's going to be a small chance of seeing some moisture over the next 24 hours, but anything that we're able to receive likely not going to help us out. Uh, too much in uh, in the regard of the fire danger that we've recently been experiencing. So we'll go from partly to mostly cloudy skies well, with a southwest breeze, eventually switching out of the north at 15 to 30 miles an hour. Northerly switch of our winds, increasing clouds, late day 10% chance of rain. We have a cold front that's going to be blowing through the area. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with a 20% chance that that rain maybe even mixes with a few snowflakes. Now we'll bottom out at 22 degrees, dry by the time we get to daybreak early tomorrow morning, but definitely need those winter coats. We can't put those away just yet. Still going to be gusty during the overnight as well. And then by tomorrow, that breeze not going to be as strong, but the damage has been done when it comes to this strong cold front moving through once it exits high of only 45 degrees tomorrow our average high today 53 so a lot of us around the wichita area likely going to be below where we should be for this time of year when it comes to average highs we'll also see skies gradually kind of clear out clouds breaking as we take that mostly cloudy sky and become partly cloudy but then increasing clouds again during our third uh wednesday night Heading into early Thursday, this is going to lead to a 20% chance of rain come Thursday. Uh, another system working its way into uh, the Sunflower State from the south could lead to a few rain showers. Those chances, though, just still not really looking all that great. High of 54 degrees, so at least temperature's starting to rebound. Back up to 64 come Friday. Nice, quiet, sunny start to our weekend. And then back into the middle 70s come Saturdays, turning spring-like again. 77 degrees on Sunday. We'll also wrap up the weekend with a 20% chance of showers and storms as another cold front starts to move in. That's going to hit the reset button on our temperatures, and we cool back down to a high of 56 into the start of next week. Right now, we're at 48 degrees. Light southwest wind at 3 miles an hour under a partly cloudy sky. Give it time. It looks like those winds, although light right now, they'll pick back up here by the time we head into the afternoon. We can enjoy one more pleasant afternoon here in south-central Kansas. 
And then the coats come back out. And then the coats come back. All right. Thank you, Ron L. That's the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Steve and Ted here on this uh, Tuesday morning, February 27th. Yesterday's high temperature, 78 degrees, normal high 52, and 78 ties Tied the record. record. Yeah. The record high was uh, the first record was set back in 1896. <laughs> Way before, before a lot of inventions. And before your time. And again, that flag, red flag warning today, there's fire dangers out there. Be careful with any uh, smoking or whatever you're doing. Uh, on the state in 1991, Operation Desert Storm came to a conclusion. As President George H.W. Bush declared that Kuwait is liberated, Iraq's army is defeated, and announced that the Allies would suspend combat operations at midnight Eastern Time. Operation Desert Storm. And a birthday today, Joanne Woodward turns 95 today. Oh, my. Yep. She has one Oscar for Three Faces of Eve, Eve, 1957. Of course, the widow of Paul Newman. Mm -hmm. Paul Newman died in 2008. Do you realize that? He's, he's been gone that long. long time ago. Yeah. Oh, 10, 12, 14 years. Wow. Anyway, Joe. What had, a powerhouse acting couple. Yeah. They were a couple for many, many years, had their kids together, and she is turning 95 years old today. Oh, bless her heart. Yes, sir. The uh, classic children's film Mary Poppins just had its rating increased by UK authorities. The uh, British Board of Film Classification has decided to rate the film PG due to the use of discriminatory language. The phrase in question is hot and taut, a derogatory term used for the koi koi of Southern Africa. The original Mary Poppins was released in 1964, of course, rated G. Hot, mm. hot and taut's going to offend somebody. Uh, apparently it is. I don't even know what a hot and taut is. I thought it was... You just explained yeah, it. Yeah. I guess it's a member of a some tribe, and uh, the UK says, oh, that's... Not politically correct anymore. Hmm. Well, put this guy in the running for the worst wedding guest ever. 45-year-old Ronte Stokes was a groomsman at a groomsman now at a wedding in Largo, Florida, Saturday. But he got kicked out after getting into a fight with the bride, Ooh-oh. who happens to be his sister. Ooh. It started as an argument. That's a fun family. Then other guests had to escort him out of the reception after he had tacked his sister. Domestic violence. Beating on her. Police say alcohol may have been a factor. Really? Mm. He also struck several other people on his way out, including his brother-in-law, a bridesmaid, a niece, and his own mom. What a good dude. (laughs) His own mom, who's 65 years old. Hey, Ronte, that was not a good wedding for you. (laughs) Not even a wedding crasher. He was a groomsman. Yeah, he's ruined his sister's wedding. Yeah. But Seven. they have a story to tell for the yeah, rest of their lives. Yeah, story to tell. Probably got some good pictures. Yeah, remember that time when my brother attacked mom at my wedding? Yeah, we got some pictures in the album here. There you go. Seven eighteen. Stephen Head of the Morning here on KNSS in Sports Time with Ted Woodward. Ted, what a game in Manhattan last night! College men's basketball. Kansas State hosting West Virginia. K State had a twenty-five point lead at one point. I was listening to the game uh, on KFH in my car. I was like, "Well, this thing's over." Yeah. And then I found out later that I heard someone mention overtime. I was like, that can't be right. K-State was up by 25. Yeah, the thing went into overtime. K-State blew that 25-point lead in the final 13 and a half minutes of regulation. But you know what? When K-State goes into overtime under head coach Jerome Tang, they win. That's 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 a fact. They always win in overtime.
Off to Perry. Tyler works to the right side to Kaluma. There's the cut by McNair. Underneath the bucket, he'll score! Will McNair has 13, and the cat lead is 85-80. to K-State goes on to win it in overtime, 94-90. to West Virginia still has not won a road game this season. All right, so that's 12 straight overtime wins for K-State. All in the last two seasons under head coach Jerome Tang. Seven of those 12 are this season. Seven overtime wins. 7-0. That's a, that's a new NCAA record for overtime wins in one season. And it's all without a loss, too. K-State is now 17-11 and 11 on the season. Senior Tyler Perry, a season-high 29 points, including six three-pointers. After the game, play-by-play voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, spoke with Coach Jerome Tang. We said in pregame, Coach, they were going to fight you, and they did. It was a crazy game. Congratulations on a wild, wild win, man. That was awesome. Uh, thank you very much. All glory to God. Um, I told the guys, man, for some reason God has favor on us, so we better be thankful for it and, uh, and, and, and give him the honor and the glory for it. Uh, how about a tale of two halves, huh? Oh, And, I, I mean, I, I would think, uh, you know, Jason would say um, that it's kind of the microcosm of the season. And I could say, too, like, we look great, and then we can look terrible or just not focused and not locked in. And they look not focused and not locked, and then they looked unstoppable. K-State gets the win. 17-11 and 11 now on the season. First back-to-back wins for the Wildcats in more than a month. We have college action tonight in Lawrence. 7th-ranked Kansas hosting BYU. BYU making its first visit to Lawrence in 52 years. BYU has lost three straight road games. Meanwhile, KU has won 19 straight home games. Third longest active streak in the nation right now. Jayhawks favored by six and a half points going into this one tonight. That'll tip off at 7 o'clock tonight in Lawrence. High school basketball. We're into sub-state play now. It's a single elimination. You win, your season continues. You lose, your season is over. We got some good matchups tonight in Class 3A girls. Leon Blue Stem is at Chaparral. Both teams have winning records. How about this for a first-round game? Smoky Valley has 14 wins, and they have to go on the road, visiting 16 wins, Santa Fe Trail. One of those teams is going home tonight, the 3A girls. And in 2A girls last night, Berean Academy wins on home court, beats El Saline 52-33. The Berean Academy girls into the sub-state semifinals with a record of 16-5 and on the season. And a happy birthday today to former Wichita State men's basketball coach Greg Marshall, who is 61 today. Led the Shockers to the Final Four, but did exit the school, given a payout to leave as head coach after allegations of physical and verbal abuse. Greg Marshall, it's his birthday. He is 61 today. For a healthier weight to more energy, you need to switch your dog's food to the Farmer's Dog. The effects can feel magical. There's no sorcery. It's just real food made for dogs. Check it out. The Farmer's Dog. 722 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. Parents in Florida now have the option to have their children go to school without getting vaccinated for measles. That's coming up. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Even Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, partly cloudy now into 48 degrees. Israel is offering Hamas a 40-day truce 
and a new exchange of hostages for prisoners. In the same city, though not the same room, negotiators from Israel and Hamas are said to be in Doha, Qatar and closer than ever. This draft proposal would see an end to fighting for over a month. 40 Israeli hostages would be freed in exchange for 400 Palestinian prisoners and 500 trucks of humanitarian aid would be allowed into Gaza each day. The pause in fighting would last throughout the Muslim holy month of Ramadan. President Joe Biden hopes the truce could begin on Monday. No official comment on that timeline yet from Israel or Hamas, each of whom blames the other for the lack of an agreement. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Police in Fontana, California, shot and killed a man inside a Home Depot. Fox's Christine Devine with more. From the 16,700 block of Santa Ana Avenue, Fontana police tell us that they responded to multiple 911 calls of a person attempting to get hit by a car. When officers arrived, the man ran into the Home Depot and armed himself with a sharp object. That's when the shooting happened. The man died at the scene. No one else was hurt. It's not clear if the man already had the weapon on him or if he retrieved it in the store. Fire crews in Hutchinson have been preparing for the potential of wildfire outbreaks in the area. Hutchinson Division Fire Chief Jeremy Unruh says earlier this month they did controlled burns to cut down on areas of thick, dry grass. We'll do burns along the ditch. Um, that basically gives us another 30 to 60 foot of um, defensible space um, because a lot of our fires happen off the roadway. Last year, Hutchinson firefighters battled 29 large wildfires. The Wichita City Council has scheduled a workshop for today. Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News. This is just an opportunity for people to learn about a topic a little bit longer and for, for the council members to also discuss it longer. So workshop time is a really good opportunity for community to come out and gain more understanding on a topic. Wu commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. A leading DIY firearms company will no longer sell or distribute firearms parts to another state. One of the largest manufacturers of plastic-based firearm parts like receivers is agreeing to no longer sell to customers in the state of Maryland. That's part of an agreement reached between the city of Baltimore and the company known as Polymer 80. The city sued Polymer 80 two years ago, saying... Their firearms components were untraceable due to not being imprinted with serial numbers and leading to increased violence, especially among minors, they claimed. Suing them is part of the city's actions against what they call ghost guns. Eben Brown, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Our record high temperature for today in Wichita is 78, set back in 1976. We may break that again today. Sunshine, windy and warm with a high near 80. A strong cold front is going to bring an end to this spring-like weather. Tonight's low 23, sunny and 46 tomorrow. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now partly cloudy, 48 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 7.33, Stephen, 10 in the morning on KNSS. And it's uh, time for our weekly chat with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty. Good morning, sir. Good morning. It sounds like from that weather report, we're going for records today, huh? Uh, could have another record two days in a row. Bring it. Be nice. Oh, yeah. It would be nice. We know what's coming tomorrow, though. It's kind of yeah. like a cruel joke, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But uh, we plan ahead. So tomorrow morning, and I, I can't come in my shirt sleeves. I'll have to put a jacket on. I, that's called planning ahead. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, 
A lot of uh, news this morning about uh, wildfires, prairie fires in this area. And, uh, of course, it's severe weather season starting up. Uh, and the uh, the uh, seminars or, or programs are going on with uh, the folks at the county. So do you think we're, as usual, pretty well prepared for this uh, storm season coming our way? I do. We, you know, we have a wonderful emergency management uh, department led by our director, Julie Stenson. She does a great job, not just in making sure that her department has the resources for unexpected and uh, uh, crisis weather situations, but that the awareness is there. Uh, she'll go throughout the community uh, and do uh, uh, training sessions. Uh, she'll consistently post on our Cedric County website, Cedric County Facebook pages about what you can do to make sure we're properly prepared. And as you know, uh, you know, living in this area, weather is vulnerable and, and it's volatile. And uh, we just want to make sure people know what, what resources are available and what they need to do to prepare for uh, the unexpected. And there's been some controversy over a 911 call and a fire. And, and did, that, did we ever have anything back on that, uh, on that investigation or whatever we called it? Yeah, great question. So the Board of County Commission, uh, in partnership with the city of Wichita, uh, felt it was wise to hire a third-party uh, audit, uh, particularly on that Brook Hollow apartment call. Uh, and the question really is, you know, what, what went right? What went wrong? What do we need to do to uh, analyze our systems there? You know, 911 services takes over 1,100 calls a day, a day. And many of those calls are people having, you know, the worst moment of their lives. So we want to make sure that not only are we, that 911 being the conduit to all public safety in this community, we want to make sure they're adequately resourced, adequately trained, that we're modernizing that department. And we should get that report back that'll just give us indication on that one specific call. We, we're expecting that report back here uh, three to four months. But that's not stopping the progress. We've got a lot of things we're working on now. We just approved new compensation plans for 911 dispatchers. We are modernizing the department in regards to uh, uh, dispatchers and call takers being separated. We're bringing a new level of dispatcher in that'll be fire specific. And, uh, so there's a lot we're working on, but 911 is important, and we're going to make sure it's resourced to do the job correctly. Uh, back to the uh, back to the weather. The, our severe weather season means that uh, the sirens have to go off. I, you know what? Yesterday, I was at home and I heard the siren go off. The first time I've noticed that in a long time. Mondays, what? New, Mondays at noon. Once it once a month, or it's not every week, is it? No, we typically do it weekly. It's, is it's it weekly? Uh, okay. Mondays at noon. Yeah. Mondays at noon, and if you've ever been eating lunch over at the Monarch over in Delano when that thing goes off, it, uh, it'll catch you by surprise. <laughs> Listen, that's important. You've got to make sure these things are, are working appropriately. And there's a misunderstanding around tornado sirens. That, that is not meant to, to alert people that are indoors. That is meant as an outdoor alert system for people that are outdoors. So uh, if there is volatile weather, uh, we instruct people to make sure that they're paying attention to radio, uh, to TV, uh, and paying attention to you, Stephen Ted, we're, you're you're the you're the guardians of the community when when bad weather's coming in. So we'll all be listening to you to get our weather updates. Well, it's a good example. I'm here in the building. I I can't hear anything at noon. I can't hear what's going on outside. Right, right. And and we can't really see something something coming. I, so I guess that's in a way it's good. We're kind of in a shelter here. So uh, yeah, you're in the bunker. You're in the bunker we doing are. your radio show. That's right. Listen. Uh, so we got a meeting tomorrow, county meeting. Uh, anything exciting going on there tomorrow? No, no meeting tomorrow. Oh, no meeting tomorrow. Okay. We, yep, we don't meet the last Wednesdays of the month. As that's typical business for the county. What we're really working on right now, there's a lot. Last night we had a town hall for the 
regional mental health hospital uh, that was well attended. Um, it's legislative session. Uh, they're what they've uh, they've reached what's called turnaround. So they're on the second half of their legislative session. And at the county, we do a lot of work in regards to advocating for specific bills. There are some bills we're playing defense against to make sure that our constituents in Sedgwick County, that their interests are being represented and our legislators know how that impacts our community in particular. That's a lot of work right now. We're testifying on bills. We're going to Topeka frequently. We're visiting with legislators. So that's a big part of what happens at the uh, end of February, early March. And and uh, that's what we'll be doing tomorrow as well. So the psych hospital at that site is 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 where we're going to go for sure, right? Down in southwest yeah, part of town. Yep. As of right now, that's exactly the direction we're heading. We feel confident in that. The governor's office has also indicated that they that is a go, and we're moving forward with architectural designs. There have been some rumblings that a few legislators might want to take a peek at Riverside Hospital for that. But, uh, but you know, we have a good relationship with our South Central delegation. Uh, and, and anytime there's questions or anytime there's uh, suggestions that we look at another route, we open up the lines of communication. We communicate with them frequently. And, uh, and we kind of work through those things as, a, as good partners do. But we're confident in the site down south. We think it's the best site for, for what we're trying to accomplish. And we're excited to get this project breaking ground. And now we're hearing rumbles that that Riverside Hospital might be that site for that one-stop uh, homeless uh, center we're talking about for the city. You know, that, that piece of real estate is too valuable in this community to set idle for as long as it has. Uh, I'm grateful that the city of Wichita is looking at that to, to, to do something with. And, and the plans are still in motion. It's exactly what that looks like. But uh, a big portion of that building could be used for permanent supportive housing units. We've, they've, I've heard rumblings of up to 180 housing supportive units have turned those into much like apartments and, and to have a, a resource shop there for people that are experiencing homelessness or housing uh, vulnerability. So uh, that building is going to be put to use. It's too valuable not to be, uh, not to be used in this community. And I'm grateful that the city of Wichita is taking the lead on something that's incredibly important, such as homeless issues here in, in Wichita and Sedgwick County. It's a great central location. Of course, I live in Riverside and have for the past 40, 45 years. And, uh, yeah, seeing that, you drive by that building, those buildings every day, because it is a campus. There are several buildings there. And that's right. There's too much potential there, and we can put that to use for this community. And, and what the city and, and partnership with the county and, and, and hopefully the state, what we're trying to accomplish in the entire homeless ecosystem uh, will be a big benefit to this community and a long-term return on this investment. Well, that building's where I got my first colonoscopy, and uh, I'm kind of hoping that some sort of plaque will be put there if, by the county. Well. Let's get the, yeah. Let's get to work on that. I've obviously got wonderful memories for you that building. So oh, yeah. well, maybe we'll let you christen that building. But we're going to do it differently than a colonoscopy. <laughs> I treasure. I treasure it. There's no doubt about it. All right, sir. Have have a good week off. I didn't expect that finish. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nor did any of us. When you uh, when you go to work with Steve and Ted, anything could happen. Okay. That's great. Well, I appreciate you guys. Hope you have a great week. One of these days, uh, you'll call and we won't be here. <laughs> in the bunker <laughs> no we'll be somewhere else all right thank you sir appreciate it that's a uh, Sedgwick county commission chair ryan Beatty with our weekly talk with him uh, sorry about that curve at the end there 741 Stephen ten of the morning here on knss coming up we've got the wichita business journal update spirit aero systems can't predict cost ramifications of the 737 grounding that's on the way Stephen ten in the morning on knss TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. 
In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Stephen Ted in the morning, 747 KNSS here on a Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. Firefighters battled several big wildfires burning in south central Kansas. Two. Emergency disaster declaration and red flag warning for fire danger across the state. One. President Biden and Donald Trump will visit the southern border this week. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS seen some very heavy traffic and this is uh, westbound on Kellogg and it's east of 143rd Street East so you'll want to watch out there again that's uh, just east 143rd Street East westbound on Kellogg traffic there very heavy and slow traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS I'm Jed Chambers Red flag warning for fire danger today. Sunny and breezy today with a high of 78 degrees. That was yesterday's high, a record tying 78 degrees. Mostly cloudy and cooling off tonight. The overnight low, 23. Then on Wednesday, sunny and cooler. Tomorrow's high, just 48 degrees. That's right, a 30-degree plunge by tomorrow. Now partly cloudy. Southwest wind at 3 miles per hour and 48 degrees. Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You know what makes a great gift? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. 748 now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We had a down close on Wall Street Monday. Stocks lower ahead of key inflation data on tap for later this week. The Dow closing down 62 points, the S&P 500 down 19, the Nasdaq off by 20. Both the Dow and S&P slipping from record territory, but one stock did move higher, NVIDIA, hitting yet another record as shares of the AI chip company close in on a record $2 trillion in market value. In other market news, Amazon joined the Dow, moving slightly lower as Walgreens, the stock that was kicked out of the index to make way for Amazon, moved down by 3%. And new home sales rebounding for the second month, median price for a new home now, $420,700. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. 
This year looks to be a much better one for the U.S. economy than business economists were forecasting just a few months ago. And that's according to a survey released Monday by the National Association of Business Economics. The economy looks to set to grow 2.2% this year after adjusting for inflation. And that's up from an earlier forecast of 1.3%. And it's the latest sign or signal of a strength for an economy that's blasted through predictions of a recession. In local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, Wichita's Spirit Aerosystems says it's not able to predict what the cost ramifications will be after the temporary grounding of the 737 MAX 9 earlier this year. That's what the company said in a filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. The Federal Aviation Administration grounded the MAX 9 aircraft after a door plug, which Spirit Aerosystems manufactured, blew off an Alaska Airlines flight midair in early January. The agency put a hold on increased manufacturing plans for the aircraft. On Wichita's western edge, ICT Capital is closing in on completing what it is touting as the first build-to-rent residential development of its kind in the city. Michael Malone, co-founder and president of the locally-based real estate development company, said work should wrap up by late spring or early summer on Porchlight at Auburn Hills, a 76-unit project near the northwest corner of 135th and Maple, featuring single-family homes that are exclusively rentals. While the community is highly high density at uh, around 10 units per acre, it differs from other multi-family developments, like those featuring duplexes, in that the homes do not share walls with each other. Butler Community College President Kim Kroll is going to retire at the end of her contract at the end of June. She announced that after last week's meeting of the two-year college's board of trustees. Kroll has been the president at Butler Community College since 2013. It's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. I've been privileged to interview Curl on several occasions, and uh, very sharp, uh, good organizer, it seems, and, and some great things have happened at Butler over the past, well, in her duration, what, she's been there 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. Some really neat things have happened there. And uh, sad, sad to see her retire, but, you know, she's probably got other things she wants to do in this world, so maybe we can get her on uh, on my issues show before the end of the year, before she has to, before she leaves. Today is uh, Anosmia Awareness Day. Anosmia, never heard of it. Do you know what it is? Well, that's why it needs an awareness day. I, uh, I'm pretty sure that's when you lose your sense of smell. That's it. Yeah. Brings attention to a condition causing loss of smell. Of all our senses, smell perhaps is taken for granted more than any other, according to this, what I'm reading here. So there you go. Awareness of you've lost your sense of smell. I I think that my sense of taste has gone, is starting to go a little bit. I, I don't be able to I don't seem to be able to taste things like I used to. Hmm. But uh, I guess that's part of of getting older. Uh, so do we have any favorite smells this morning we can talk about? I like honeysuckle. You know we I do too. We have a honeysuckle vine by our front porch. We did have. I think it. I think it died, but. That is a, that is a great smell. I agree, <laughs> and the other one I, I love is lilacs. I got a lilac bush out in our in our back. So there's there's two, and of course uh, I, I like how that that's that's where your head went when we're talking about different smells today, as opposed to the other end of the I was, spectrum. I was going to go that way, but uh, <laughs> in good taste, I thought, what are the worst smells? Well, I yeah. like the smell of a fresh carnation. Carnation, <laughs> love the smell of chocolate. 
Smell of a smell of a good steak on a on a on a grill. Oh, that's a good smell. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, uh, there you go. Guess it's better than a list of horrendous stenches. Well, we could go for that, but I don't think we will today. No. <laughs> National Anosmia Awareness Day. I didn't even know there was such a thing. All right, Stephen Ted. Ted, when's uh, when's Shocker basketball? When are you going to do another PA for us at, uh, at 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 Coke Arena? Saturday evening, last home game. It's the last home game. Yep. Wow. Let's have a turnout. Get out, to, you know, about 15,000 people out there. Some will have to stand in the parking lot, but who are we playing on uh, the last, last uh, one? Rice. I, rice. Oh, shoot. Is, is it Rice or UTSA? No. Yeah, it's so many. It's yeah. a, one of the teams from Texas. Okay. One of those Texas teams. By the way, this is Stephen Ted's show number 6,000. It's, it's Rice, I believe. Rice. Yeah. 6,620 shows we've done as of today, and uh, that goes back to January of 1998. Uh, in case you're interested, there you go. 6620 today. 6620, baby. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Steve and Ted, we have the latest on wildfires across central Kansas. Ted has sports on the way. Yep, KU playing basketball tonight in Lawrence. Hoping to extend a long winning streak. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news. The Blur is coming up, too. Yep, we'll get your entertainment news coming up at 8.35 this morning. Don't miss it. And we have your usual traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.